Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Steve and Pete. I'm Pete Cafarcio. And I am ho, 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 Steve Chua. We're in our Christmas edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are we're looking forward to the holiday season. This is our final podcast of the year. And Pete, it's been so much fun as we're completing season three. It's just great. Yeah, definitely. It's it's been fun to watch the the whole podcast mature, and so many of my clients listen to our podcast and they give me feedback on it, and you know, find out how it was helpful to them. But really, what we love to do is give you permission to you know go on your own. You know, this isn't meant to be like prescriptive. It's meant to give you opportunity and openness to explore things and to ask yourself kind of bigger questions and. That's kind of what we want to do today. We're we're going to talk about how we wrap up our year, experience the holidays. Absolutely. And uh, one of the best experiences was having you in Claremont last week. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. It was, uh, it was funny nice to show you my neck of the woods. You know, last year I came out to New York and you and then took us around. So it was so mm-hmm. nice just to show you Claremont. And what did you think, Pete? Well, Steve, I'm going to tell you the biggest highlight of Claremont was watching how excited you were to show us Claremont. (laughs) (laughs) And Barb, uh, Steve's wife, Barb, was there doing it too. And really, no, seriously, I got a lot of joy out of your joy. And, you know, you guys were great uh, hosts and hostess um, to set us up. And we came in with a whole group with our company, with Insight Out. The town, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's wonderful. Nice walkable town. The weather was great. I was telling Barb. I love trees. I'm kind of somewhat of an arborist. And yeah. so there's Claremont's known as the city of trees and PhDs. And they do, they have all these kinds of different species all growing. So I thought that was fascinating. And the other thing too, I was commenting to um, one of our fellow coaches, like California architecture, Southern California, Southern California architecture, the spaces are so indoor and outdoor. Like you don't get that in the Northeast. Like everything's indoors because we have winter and uh you know to see how you could walk from inside to outside where there's a patio and the do- windows open wide open and it's just it's just interesting so. and, and don't forget i did introduce <laughs> you to some of the best fried chicken ever oh yeah yeah <laughs> and definitely the, and the best mushroom pizza yeah we had a great time yeah well what's the uh transformation tip this week pete our transformation tip this week comes from you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I knew I liked it. Yeah. (laughs) It says, our reflection should lead us to greater connection and direction. And uh, so love the little rhyme. Our reflection should lead us to greater connection and direction. And so that's what we're going to lean into today. Yeah. I mean, this is all about growth. And sometimes if reflection leads us to greater guilt or condemnation or shame, that's not healthy reflection. It, it needs to lead us to places where we can begin to see the horizon before us and have hope and faith for the future. So, Pete, how are we going to do this today? Let's let's go in order. Let's start with reflection. Yeah. It's end of year. So hopefully you've got, you know, holidays are, can be hectic, but hopefully you've got some downtime where you can uh, do some personal work here and chill out. We can get so busy in this season that we forget what's important. And remember, we've got the new year, 2024, emerging. And and you want to be able to intentionally take time to do things. And the first thing that we want to really think about is reflection. As we're coming to the end of the year, reflection is a good thing to do. All right. And so, Pete, any thoughts on how you might do that? In, in yeah, I, I kind of have a little method that I use. First of all, I, 
I'm not super diligent with this, but I do keep a journal and mm -hmm. I try at the end of each week to do a journal summary. When I do a year end reflection, I do a summary of my summaries. I look mm -hmm. at each. And so, and it's interesting to see you can catch growth patterns that you miss from a day to day or even week to week. When you see the big arc of how things have happened over the year, you're like, oh, wow. And certainly to remind you of certain highlights and, and lowlights, difficult times <laughs> you went through. So I have a reference that I can go back to when I when I do that. No, that's good. I mean, Bar Barbara and I, we actually try and actually go for a little winter retreat this year because of various things. It's a bit later. So actually next week, we're going away for two or three days. <laughs> Four places we're going to Vegas. Okay. Just because we could get cheap hotels. Nice and quiet. Nice yeah. and quiet. <laughs> well, we, we found a really great place, a cheap place, reasonable, great food there. But we just are going to be in this hotel suite where we're just going to get quiet and talk about, reflect, and intentionally think about things for the next season. And and like you said, you know, when we look back, highlights, lowlights. So we're going to celebrate what was good. You know, I look back this year and I think 2020 two for me was pretty hard i felt like from a work perspective coaching mm -hmm. was great but as those these new ventures were trying to get off the ground we talked about inside out earlier yeah I'm just yeah. trying to it was hard work but this year we've just seen some just tremendous breakthroughs and so that's something worth celebrating and i think on reflection it's like you know hard work pays off so never get discouraged through the plowing period of something uh because if you do it right the hard work pays off. And that's something that I'm celebrating in that process. What other things can we do to reflect people? Steve, my experience actually was is really similar to yours. 2022, and of course, coming out of the pandemic was the same thing. I was tr you know, trying some new things and sowing a lot of seeds and you don't see results mm -hmm. right away. But this year, um, connections started happening in new ways, new opportunities opening up and it got, it just got easier. Yeah. You know, to uh, to to fill my calendar and the kind of co uh, kind of coaching clients I have now, or I love when I get to work with high performing people, and more and more of them are coming to me. So that's great. Also, though, uh, and I've shared it on the uh, on the podcast as well. Both my parents passed in the mm. fall, and the yeah. whole process of their declining health, um, going to visit them and say goodbye, their actual passing. Then the services and I got to give the eulogy and and then the grief that happened, you know, mm -hmm. when I pulled away and all that was over, it just taught me so much about yeah. life. Um, it There was a lot of really great lessons learned. I mean, I view it all as a really beautiful, a positive thing, but it's still painful and something's missing now, you know, because they're, they're gone and it's sad, but it's a different kind of sad. Yeah, um, this year is definitely that's going to be marked. Twenty twenty three is going to be marked by my parents passing for sure. Of course, and as you said that, Pete, uh, part of this reflection is understanding that there were things about the year that we weren't expecting, curveballs that get thrown in, right? How we learn to navigate through those things because you know we've said this so many times: the best laid plans never go to plan, and and you know some of the things that you are planning for this year maybe never happened but there were other things that happened that have made us more self aware allowed us to grow as a person i like the word that you you use just now lessons learned and that's really the key to reflection what are the lessons that i've learned and and i was saying earlier if if you're reflecting and all you start hearing is oh i really wasted my time or i'm a bad person or i failed and whatever take those things and turn it around because 
there are opportunities that have come through difficult challenges for you to say, how could I have done things differently? How yeah. could I have uh, navigated through that challenge? If I could have done something or if I could have had a greater understanding of something, how would I do that? Because I feel like your mess becomes a message, okay? Mm-hmm. You get to this place where that actually will become your authority in the future if you learn from it. Absolutely. O- over time, I've learned to do that less and less. I not beat myself about like, what did I learn? And mm-hmm. maybe your learning isn't complete yet, but sure. you're you're farther down the pike, so that's to be celebrated. The other thing, see, when I do reflection, um, I'm I'm the kind of guy that used to see my to do list. Mm-hmm. It just keeps growing and growing, like way faster than I'm able to uh, knock things off. Yeah. And when I do reflection, it's a good opportunity to purge. Also. Yes. Yes. It's like you know, I wanted to do this in 2023. It was a mm-hmm. plan. You know, uh, it didn't work out. You know, what are the reasons? You know what? Sometimes it doesn't really matter. It just didn't. And do I feel, you know, the freedom just like, you know what? I don't have to wear that as a weight and like, Mm -hmm. oh, these things just keep accumulating. Sometimes you just got to back of the dump truck, lift up the payload and let it all slide out and start fresh. No, absolutely. I mean, I think there are some things on your reflection, you realize there are things I need to let go of. Mm-hmm. You know, in our in our pre-session, as we we're talking about, use the word pruned. That there's pruning that needs to take place. But what does pruning do? Pruning leads to greater fruitfulness. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes cutting things off may hurt or may challenge your securities or insecurities. I mean, this year I let go of a role that I was doing in an NGO that Barbara and I were very, very much involved in for 10 years and made that decision. It's time to move on. And it's kind of interesting because the person who took it over, they're thriving. Okay, so maybe I was the problem. Um, (laughs) But the pruning has allowed then allowed me to create more space for my life as I think the next the next season. And sometimes it takes a lot of courage too, because the other people in your life might not always want to be on on board with that. Yeah. But it could be their opportunity for growth. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe they need to, you know, step up or some other people need to fill in. We don't advocate just ditching something without you know, and having a succession, but yeah. you know, sometimes you just need to move on. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a succession that I did in with the NGO. That was a two year period, you know, that we worked through this, but if we actually ended it up a little bit sooner than we anticipated, but actually it's worked out really well. So, awesome. so reflection is a great thing to do in this season, but just don't stay in reflection. Remember the quote, our reflection should lead us to greater connection and direction. In other words, when we reflect and we let go, it may begin to help us understand the people we need around us and how we grow. And, and that that word connection is so important because other connections around you are growing you, inspiring you, empowering you, or they just simply either mediocre and not doing really very much, or they actually feel like draining you. And those are some of the things that you might need to pivot on or work through in some of those capacities. And it's just a good time to take inventory of that. These are, this is something we don't often intentionally think about. We just flow mm-hmm. with our relationships, but to take inventory. And I think one thing it took me a while to get a hold of, but we want to empower you, the listener, not all relationships are meant to be lifelong relationships. That's right. Right. Some That's of them right. serve a purpose for yeah. a certain period of time. Now you need discernment on which ones are that, but sometimes it's done. 
you know, the purpose that it was there for. It doesn't mean you absolutely cut that person out and you'll never talk to them again, but the amount of time you invest with them, how you spend time with them is season's kind of done and it's it's time to move on. Somebody that I highly respect, I think you do too, is a guy called Graham Cook. And uh, I remember having a conversation with him once and he just said, you know, relationships change like every three to five years. At the time I was, I didn't quite get it. And he said, well, think about it. We're constantly growing. We're constantly having new experiences, but those experiences are not always shared experiences with the other people. So they're having their experiences and they're growing and they're moving on to other adventures and you're moving to other adventures. And it's not that the relationships are bad. It's just that you're heading in different directions. The problem is, is that you feel either you're being disloyal or maybe you're holding on to a relationship longer than you need to. Okay, so when you recognize that everybody's growing and everybody has that, you'll have one or two really lifelong friends or friends that you'll have for decades. But on the whole, most relationships, they pretty shift every about three or four years. Okay, and again, it's not because it's bad, it's because people are changing and the opportunities before you are changing. And so that point that you then need to ask yourself, if I'm changing, who are the people I need to be around? You know, I think it was the book, Good to Great. Okay, which said you become the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. Yeah, that's a common uh, understanding. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yep. so you so you need to choose carefully who you are around. I mean, for example, in the podcast world, I just love being around Pete. Okay, <laughs> because he makes me better. He inspires me. So Pete, just thank you. You inspire me. You keep me grounded. Thank you, Steve. You, uh, you, you expand my understanding of thinking. And so when I have somebody like that, I'm not going to give that up. Okay, that's that's something for this moment that's feeding my soul and inspiring me to be a better person. Okay, but you have to look at different aspects, a holistic view of your life. So, you know, this is like in the podcast world or the coaching world, I have somebody like Pete. But what about in your family? Are there people, friends and family that enhance your family life, that enhance your marriage, that makes you better as a family? Or maybe there's people in the workplace Are there people in your network that you should maybe be more intentional about Mm -hmm, hanging out mm -hmm. with, you know? Yeah. You can just look at all the different areas in your life and then associate the relationships that go with that. You know, are there some people that you've wanted to get closer to or your eyes been on them and you need to be more intentional about maybe pressing in there? I mean, as I look into 2024, there are a couple of people have come into my life probably in the last six months or so. And they are inviting me into an opportunity that just kind of makes my eyes go, wow, this is taking me to another level. And so what I want to do, and I was, in fact, I was just before this call, I texted this guy and said, Hey, I know you're traveling up to this place. Can I come and join you? Okay. Cause I want to intentionally feed off this guy, understand, I feed in a nice way. I'm not like sucking things mm, right, up, but, right, but right. I, in order for me to partner and in order for me to, to expand into this area, which is really exciting, I want to get to pick your brain. I want to get to pick your understanding, your experiences to help me understand how you've become who you are today. And so people that inspire you and you can learn from, take them out for lunch, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, you take the initiative. To, take yeah. the initiative to do that. One other thing, though, which is interesting, because Christmas is always, we, you know, a lot of time Christmas for a lot of people, family get together. You know, we get caught up in presents, we get caught up in preparing food and all the partying sort of stuff. But I want to encourage you, if you're a family, to take a moment to stop and be intentional and find out how everybody's doing. It was interesting. We we had it a bit early because 
my entire family came for Thanksgiving. Okay, all my five kids, my two son-in-law, daughter-in-law. And we actually spent an evening and we just sat down and one by one, we all shared for about five minutes what was happening in our life, the the joys, the challenges, uh, how we've grown over this last year. It was one of the most beautiful situations. And we end up, because we're people of faith, we ended up praying for each other. And that was really fun. And it brought us together. It created a great connection. Well, Steve, you know, I'm also thinking when we think of connection and we're doing a year end, who might you need to reconcile with, right? <laughs> yeah. So how about you view New Year's as a, a finish line and you don't want to carry negative baggage over into the new year. You want a fresh yeah. start. So yeah. it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to have a great relationship with this person. It might, it might even be a necessary ending, but you need to take care of your responsibility, which is, you know, apologize if you need to forgive them, ask for forgiveness, whatever, just clear things of things that might need to be said. Maybe you need to thank some people that you haven't, you know, been gracious enough, but do some relational hygiene. And, yeah. and clean things up because those things fester. They don't get better on their own. They usually get worse. I find once I get the ball rolling on those, it gets easier and easier. Yeah. I just want to, I want to do the next one and the next one and just take care of things. And just remember, it doesn't mean that what the person did was right, but it's just simply you're choosing not to carry it. Okay. Because at the end of the day, the only person that's really affecting is your emotional and mental well-being. And so start 2024 with a clean slate. Uh, the other thing I would just say really quickly, uh, Pete on this is, you know, as much as you can reconcile, there may be people you need to catch up with. Uh, there's a couple mm -hmm. of clients actually that absolutely that I they, they've looked back at the year that I've been helping them and they've realized that the person they need to catch up with is their spouse. Okay. <laughs> just their lives have been so busy or whatever. And I've just been saying, okay, this Christmas time, you need to take a couple of days away with your spouse and just spend some time catching up touching base. Okay. Yeah. And so there may be people that you suddenly realize you just need to make sure that you intentionally catch up with and connect with. Yeah. And and some of those contacts, like I even I'm thinking of some of my professional contacts, it's it's a real honor and a compliment for you to reach out to somebody else and say, mm -hmm. hey, let's catch up. Like, oh wow, you you thought of me. And mm -hmm. I'm you're telling me that I'm important to your life in some way. It's not like you're sucking their time. You're you're actually honoring them when you reach out to uh, to get together. Yeah, really good. Well, remember, we've looked at reflection, we've looked at connection. And obviously, part of this Christmas time, we then look into the new year. Let's talk a bit about direction for a moment. Yeah. So we just want to reference, we've touched this several times in the podcast. Recently, we looked at the Wheel of Life mm -hmm. just yeah. a couple episodes ago. So this isn't new things, but it's a reminder, this is a good time to pull out some of those approaches, those frameworks, if you will, to set the new direction, right? So take some time, set it apart to do some planning. And the first thing always, before you do goals, before you try to you know, set things in place is prioritize. Yeah. That, that always needs to come first. What's the most important? Because if you can nail the most important things first, everything else just seems to make sense. Even if you don't get everything done, at least you will have moved the important things forward. Yeah. And it's not just what, it's also who, what do we prioritize and who do we prioritize? That's also really important as we begin to do that. And, and your reflection hopefully will give you the keys to know what's important and what to prioritize. Because like I said, if there are things that happened in 2023 that you don't want to happen again and repeat patterns, then you need to make sure that you are applying the lessons that you've learned 
into your next year so that you can position yourself and align yourself for success. Yeah. I like pulling out my planning when I started. Like, I don't do this annually, by the way. I got to tell you the true confessions. I do it in trimesters. I actually do it every, once every four yeah. months. Yeah. It just works for me. And I'm going to do it at the end of January because a lot of my clients are doing year-end things and I'm, <laughs> I have to be on for them. So I, I delay it a little bit, but I go back and I look at what I said I was going to do and what my priorities were. And then I see, did I line up with that? Now we talked about curveballs already. That's fine. But did I allow myself to get distracted? Um, yeah. And did I maintain, and sometimes just a correction, don't beat myself up. It's just a nudge. Let's get back on track with what you have already identified as important. Yeah, that's, that's really good. And remember, it's not really about New Year's resolutions. Okay, I mean, if you, if you go to the very first podcast of this year, that we talked about resolutions. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Uh, but it's not about creating New Year's resolutions because we often see them as a target. We remember one of the things we often talk about in this podcast is about growth. Okay, what does it mean to grow? How do you want to grow next year? And I, I love something that you said about growth goals earlier to me. It was like, there were two things. What were they again, Pete? Yeah. So when we're thinking about growing, you can think about them in two different ways. You can think about an achievement goal, which has like a finish line to it, or you can think about habit goals mm -hmm. and, and you need both. And sometimes they're combined, like in order yeah. to hit maybe a weight loss goal, well, you're going to have to introduce some new habits, but understand which kind of goal you're going after because they kind of need different treatment. Yeah. Right. Achievement goal needs step by step. A habit, it's more like start small, work these things in, and, and then keep growing that habit and stick with it. One of the things that I would highly recommend, because I, I will do this, I like that trimester thing. I do the same thing, Pete. But as you're putting these habit goals or achievement goals down, don't be too general. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. More, be specific. Be, be specific and articulate. So if you say, I need to lose weight, well, how much weight? And what? By and when? And how are you going to do it? Okay. And you begin to fill in the bags. I want to lose 20 pounds and I want to do it by such and such a time. And I'm going to do intermittent fasting, or I'm going to go to noon, or I'm going to mm -hmm. uh, do no carbs or whatever it might be. And so you begin to set specific things as opposed to just keep things general. And it, just to make it even better, if you don't have the answer to that, that's okay. Just make your next step. Go ask someone, go get Absolutely. help yeah. on yeah. that. Yeah. Again, the other thing is don't try to do too many. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I, I really, I'm, Steve, I'm to the point where it's one, yeah. but max, I would say is three, two yes. is, is enough, but I, one is, uh, it, it is depends on, it depends on how manageable those goals are. But when you look at it, you might want to look at it. Okay. What are my, we talk about habits and achievements. So personally, what are those goals? And then we talked about connection relationally. What are my goals? Yeah. Okay, I should so, modify when I said one, I mean, one at a time. Yes. Okay. And so begin to map it out. Talked often about the different lines in life. There's a start line, there's a finish line and there are deadlines. And when you're putting these goals in, it's just good just to put some time frames to it. just to keep you on track. You know, I want to lose five pounds in the first month. Okay. I want to lose 10 pounds in the second or third month. Do you know what I mean? So you just put these things in track so that it just gives you something mentally to hold yourself accountable to. And with your connections, you might have other people, a coach, a family member or other who just kind of say, would you just keep encouraging me to move in this direction? Or, or tools or communities or apps or whatever. There's, there's a lot of ways to get that done. So, yeah. well, I'm 
I'm looking forward to the end of the year now, Steve. Yeah, I think it's doing some reflection. Yeah, that the, give yourself the gift of doing reflection, connection, and direction. And that's the transformation application. Just do it. <laughs> Be yeah. intentional about it and communicate it to the people around you when you're going to do it so that they're not feeling that you're ignoring them or whatever. Or if there's something like you want to get the family together, send out a text or something saying, hey, over Christmas, can we just spend an hour doing this together? Because I think it'll be really great and meaningful. Yeah, Steve, I just I feel like I need to just slip one more encouragement in here. Maybe you have done end of the year reflection before and it was meh. Like it was part partly it was good, and there's parts of it like that didn't make sense, it didn't work. You have full permission to tweak your approach. Okay. Yeah. Don't trash it, don't trash the whole concept. But I find over and over again, you have to kind of iterate this to really finally find a, a way that works for you. You can correct the way you do your reflection. Just don't skip it. Just modify it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I just learned a new word. It's meh. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you spell that? <laughs> M-E-H. Meh. <laughs> well, don't let Christmas be meh. Okay, but let it be merry. Anyway, Pete, again, it's been so much fun this year doing this podcast with you. Uh, I've grown a lot through it. and uh, Yeah, me too. I say the best part of this podcast is I get to listen to Steve because <laughs> I learned so much from you, really, seriously. And I'm like, yeah. wow, this is great. Free coaching. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasure. And I look forward to reconnecting with you in the new year. We'll probably relaunch season four somewhere in February. For those of you listening, have a wonderful holiday season and enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, and again, reflect, connect, and get into a good place for direct for 2024. All right. Okay. Take care, everybody. Have a great Christmas. Bye-bye.